Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, it's Thursday, which means those two days of not having football on TV are over. The only problem is we're back to having a crummy Thursday night game, or at least one that has big names, so it'll have a big draw, but it feels like a crummy Thursday night game. I mean, outside of the fact that the Niners might well be the best team in the National Football League, and the Brock Purdy story is amazing, it starts at like, what, 4.30 on the West Coast? 5 o'clock on the West Coast? That's suboptimal. Where are all the fans? Where are the, like, can you get to a game at 5 o'clock? When, by the way, it's not really close to San Francisco. Like 45 minutes from San Francisco. And I understand that their fans don't come from necessarily San Francisco, from Santa Clara, it's right there, San Jose or whatever. But it's at 5 o'clock in San Francisco. That's that's when the game is. Oh, yeah, and no Saquon Barkley. 
And I don't know if the Giants are any good anyway. And they've stayed out in the West Coast, right? Because they just played Arizona and had to have a comeback to beat, in the conversation, the worst team in the National Football League. There's a reason this line is 10 and a half and the total is 43 and a half. This is not going to be a shootout. It's going to be a bloodletting. And I guess it'll give credence to the value of Saquon Barkley because with Barkley not playing, it's just left to Daniel Jones and, ooh, that feels like it's going to be a struggle. But this is one of those where we're only in week three and we already have a game that's a standalone game that you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Thursday Night Football. I feel like this week is about a couple of teams in the NFL getting off the schneid to save their season and about college football's ranked team matchups, right? Penn State, Iowa, uh, Alabama, Ole Miss, Oregon, Colorado. Who would have thought that was going to be a big game at this point in time when the season kicked off? Wazoo, Oregon State. Yes, that's a big game. Notre Dame. Notre Dame taking on Ohio State. Uh, you got ranked teams, really good games across the board. And then you have some other teams, Oklahoma on the road, Cincinnati's maiden uh, voyage into the Big 12. BYU's first Big 12 game as they take on Kansas on the road after beating Arkansas on the road last week. And then in the NFL, you have the Chargers at Minnesota, both winless teams. Somebody's coming out 0-3. And the Bengals got to win a game eventually, right? That's not They don't, they don't play until later in the week. You have teams that people thought could compete for a Super Bowl, that two weeks in have yet to win a football game. I feel like Thursday is normally Thursday is like, yeah, let's go. Or it has been the last two. This one's like, eh. having trouble getting ready, getting fired up for tonight's game. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, RV, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Dot com. Josh Lucas is going to join us 25 after the hour. Josh was the, he's the former director of player personnel with the bears. He covers the entire national football league. He joins us weekly. We'll get his thoughts on the Chicago bears who to say they had a tough day yesterday is a bit of an understatement, right? The, the bears day yesterday was a lot like if you ever had one of those days, you're like, you woke up late, you know, you had your coffee, but you forgot to turn your coffee maker on, so you turn it on late. You're running out the door. You know, then you you grab your coffee. It burns your tongue. You spill it on your shirt. You got a meeting with the boss. Maybe you went to the wrong location. you like, you can't find a parking spot. Then somebody dings your car while you're at your parking spot. You know, you forgot to bring your snack. You get something for lunch. You go out to get lunch. Everything's, there's nowhere to, nowhere to park, nowhere to go, like, then you get home and your dog got out. Like, it's one of that. That was the Bears' day yesterday. Right? They're 0-2. Their left tackle was put on IR. Their quarterback, he didn't blame coaching, but it was the first word out of his mouth when they asked him why he was playing like a robot. He said, well, coaching, and then he went into a long answer. Then he had his own kind of um, additional walk-it-back sort of clarification press conference and then their defensive coordinator who no one knew where he was resigned and there's rumors that there were multiple potentially multiple FBI raids one that has been um 
disputed or one that said not to occur at Hallis Hall, which is where the Bears actually practice. They had themselves a day. That's a full day. And they get to play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. A full day. Full day. Anyway, Josh Lucas will join us. But the, the, the thing I wanted to start with was, did you guys see what Minka Fitzpatrick said about the hit that he had that ended the season of Nick Chubb? And look, I hope Nick Chubb comes back and he's anywhere near what he has been. But there's a world in which that's the last we see of Nick Chubb as a productive running back in the NFL. Is that fair? It's not his first knee injury. He had one in college. And that was a really gruesome one. And again, this is not me hoping for Nick Chubb to never play high quality or even play football again. It's just the reality of the position, the sport, and the severity of that injury. Fair? Okay. Is that fair? So here's what Minka Fitzpatrick said. And I think, I I, I actually think, don't shame uh, fans, guys on social media, even broadcasters, guys that played, I think shame on them because there have been some that said that's a dirty hit. And here's Minka, and I thought this was a great response. He told this to Brooke Pryor of ESPN.com. I'm a guy that's a competitor. It's going to go out there and play the game. I'm chippy. I'm edgy. And of course, uh, of course, I'm chippy. I'm edgy, but I'm not a dirty player. I'm not going to sit here and defend and defend my character. I know the type of player I am. Chubb knows the type of player I am. I played against him for the past five years, two times a year. I love competing against him. He brings out the best of me. Uh, I bring out the best of him. Do we really think that's the case that Nick Chubb's sitting there going, you know, it's not playing against the Steelers. It's playing against Minka Fitzpatrick. All right, whatever. No chance that I would even try and purposely interest somebody. Always. It's an unfortunate event. You make the decisions within millisec- milliseconds, and you can't really control what happens after you choose to make your decision. I already chose to go low. Somebody got on his back while I was going low, and what happened happened. There's nothing really I would do differently. It's very unfortunate. Chubb's a great player. He makes a lot of makes the game a lot better when he's playing. He also went on on at some point later in time to say like, look, you can't go in high against Nick Chubb. He'll just run you over, which is accurate. And I, I think there's just a reality to playing the game, coaching the game. I even think it's a lot like the, the Sean McVay thing where we think everything has to be negative. Everything has to be a conspiracy. Everything like, no, that's the whole idea of these conspiracy things is they're so remote. They happen so seldom but we keep chasing them. We keep chasing them. I mean, the 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 best example is, was it last week or this week? I'm getting my weeks confused. Where they had the press conference in Mexico where the alien skeleton was found. And then they did an MRI and they did an x-ray and they're like, yeah, basically they took parts of other skeletons and... This is a complete and utter fraud. A complete and utter fraud. Like, you think if this skeleton didn't, it existed, that it would be in some random press conference in Mexico that this, like, is that really how you think? If there were really uh, skeletons of a UFO, of an alien creature, you think that's where we would find it? 
This is like Sean McVay. Like, you really think that Sean McVay, who's won a Super Bowl, probably going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Whenever he gets done coaching, he's going to go into broadcasting, right? That's his path. He's the next Gruden. Anybody dispute that? Do you think that he's, for one second, going to risk that because he's like, oh, what's the line? Seven and a half. I'm going to risk everything I have just to kick a field goal at the end of the game because F them Niners fans who bet on the Niners at seven and a hook. And the same thing goes to Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, you think Minka Fitzpatrick's sitting there going like, here comes Nick Chubb. He's going through a hole. It's around the goal line. I'm going to try and hurt him. Come on, man. If you want to say he bailed out because he didn't actually try and tackle low and see the ball and used his body instead, that's fair. And that's a little dirty. Right, just throwing your body at somebody's legs instead of actually tackling, that's a fair way to point out. Hey, there's one thing to go low and tackle. There's a whole other thing to just throw your body out there where you can't see what else is happening. That would be fair. But the idea that, oh, he's trying to take him out. Really? You know, I I think back to the... David Blatt comments. You guys remember when David Blatt was the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers and he got crucified for saying that being a head coach in the NBA was like being a, a fighter pilot, a, a, a jet fighter pilot. Yeah. Pilot. Sorry. I jumbled my words there. I'm everybody knows what I'm talking about. Right. And he's like, you're, you're just making hundreds and thousands of decisions. Like people are like, Oh, get over yourself. No, that's actually exactly how it is. Do I stand up? Do I sit down? Do I coach this player? Do I let him go? Do I sub or do I not sub? Who do I sit next to? Do I talk to those assistants? Do I call a play? When they miss a shot, do I say something about it? Oh, there's an out-of-bounds play. What out-of-bounds play do we run? What personnel do we have? What personnel do they have on? There's a lot of stuff going on there, and it's not like the NFL where you have one guy doing the offense, one guy doing the defense, you're kind of the bridge, one guy doing special teams. You can have that, but there's really only one voice coming from the sidelines. It's just the realities of the speed of sport and the decisions that are made that we, I, I, we get to this thing where everything's a conspiracy. I mean, I, and forgive me because I'm probably on X more than I should. And when I say X, I don't mean drug X. Have we established that that's a lot confusing? Are you on X? Yeah, I'm on X. No, not ecstasy. I'm actually on what used to be Twitter called X. But there are people that pop up now that I guess Obama's chef died in like a paddle boat incident. Well, that's got to be a conspiracy. And this happened in this country and that's got to be like conspiracies are so remote. But we insist on chasing them and we think everything is a conspiracy. Everyone is out to get everyone else. And it just gets incredibly tiresome, doesn't it? So to review, tonight's game, going to be crummy. Celebration of the Niners. The Niners don't have a bad fan base. It's at 5 o'clock local time. And oh yeah, by the way, they're going to blow out the Giants because Saquon Barkley's not playing. And I'm not sure the Giants are any good anyway. What do you guys think about this? Um, I was thinking about getting this started. What if you always refer to the Giants 49ers game as the Mario Manningham game? Why? 
because he played for both teams at a high level. You guys aren't on board with that? Hashtag Mario Manningham game. Who's going to win the Mario Manningham game? Will he wear like a half Giants and half 49ers jersey? Like the parents, like Donna Kelsey has to? I mean, if you guys can give me one player that played for both teams, I might be able to give it. I'll give it to you. But this is forever to be known as the Mario Manningham game. Let's get that thing rolling. Hashtag. Uh, that That's one of those that we talked about that in the meeting. And I kind of politely sort of, I thought in a really good sort of leadership way said, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd go with that. Right. I'd go with like kind of an 80s when these teams were awesome sort of thing. And that was a a hint that I didn't think it was going to catch on. I, I missed the hint. I okay. went right through the stop sign there. It begs the question that Monday night at dinner, would you rather be watching the Manning cast or have a Manning ham? I think that's another question. Manning what you would rather have the Manning cast? That's great. Mm. Or just have the Manning ham? Mm. That's delicious. Oh, Manning ham? No, no. I yes, for Thanksgiving, Manning ham. Mm. Manning ham. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. Can you think of another? I it, I think of when I think of this game. I also think of that weird playoff game. Help me out where Jim Fossil was the coach. Wasn't there a weird field goal thing or something that happened? Or did the did the Giants lose on a field goal? I'm thinking late '90s or maybe even when the Giants made the Super Bowl and lost to the to the Ravens. Yeah, they had to throw like a like kind of was like Trey Junkin was involved in it. Um, he might have been the long snapper or the one who like tried to catch the pass on a botch snap. They've had a variety of classic games throughout the years. I don't think this is going to be one of them. I think it's just going to be a bad football game. Yeah. That's, that's but but I also think the 49ers are going to contribute to part of that badness. In what way? Short week, yeah. tough game against the Rams. Again, I think their schedule. I think they just want to get through this week, get to 3-0, and and then get their week and a half off. Yep, I, I would agree. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center. Center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Um, quite the day at Hallis Hall, that's where the Chicago Bears facilities are. Here's their general manager, Ryan Poles, been on the job two years now. He addressed the media and opened the press conference this way. We have adversity right now. Um, slow start, 0-2, not where you want to be. Uh, we've dealt with life issues. We've dealt with injuries. Um, and that's all real, and that's a part of, of what we do and what we got to deal with. The beautiful thing about our philosophy here, our organization, is we're solution-oriented. Um, we work together to find these solutions and solve our problems to get everything back on track. To make it really, really clear, um, you know, I know the outside noise, but no one in our building's panicking. No one's flinching at any situations. Um, not our owner, not our president, not our head coach, not myself, none of our players. Everyone's focusing on solving the issues that we have so that we can be a better football team. All right, there are a lot of issues. Defense coordinator resigned yesterday. Uh, something off the field that no one knows, no one seems to know about. Uh, left tackles out for the year, and the quarterback is clearly struggling. Josh Lucas joins us. He's a former director of player personnel for the Chicago Bears, not this regime, the previous regime. Um, let's start with Justin Fields. Not playing well, not seeing the field. He said coaching, but then he kind of went into a longer answer, and basically it felt like, you know, he's not processing the information well enough to where he's playing robotic. Is is that what you see when you break down the tape? Yeah. Uh, you know, f- thanks for having me, Doug. It's, it's definitely a, a quarterback who is not confident and not comfortable with what they're asking him to do. He, you know, I, there's, there's multiple times throughout the game where his eyes are in the right place but his body and his mind aren't connected and he's not pulling the trigger. It shows someone who's indecisive. He doesn't trust what they're doing. So they have to get him confident. I think the best way to do that is to, you know, implement more of, you know, what he's special at and that's using his legs to make plays, whether it's getting him outside the pocket, you know, and, and allowing him to, to, to make throws down the field on the move, or it's design runs. Hopefully those design runs help take the air out of the coverage, bring more people into the box, 
make it more passer friendly down the field. He has to get comfortable and confident. You and I both know it's the name of the game in sports. You know, when you were playing basketball, you're not confident out there. You're not going to play well. And so why he's in the position he's in in year three to not have the confidence, you know, after two weeks of the season, I don't know that. Um, but they have to scramble right now and, and, and get him to a better place mentally so he can play faster and be the playmaker that he that he can be. Um. Okay, so uh, does he have it in him? Absolutely. You know, we've seen him play at a really high level in college football, you know, in some big-time situations. Last year, under circumstances that weren't favorable to him, especially with the surrounding cast up front and on the perimeter with the, 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 the skill and talent, you know, they build an offense that suited him through the run game, and he showed he can. He has a rare trait. Here's what, I, here's what you know, a, a great example from Sunday, Doug. The play that's known as should have thrown it to Roshan play. First and 10, 24-yard line going in in the second quarter. They run a concept. They, they clearly are anticipating getting a single high look, cover three look. They run a zone beater. They flood that zone with Roshan and, and Komet. The corner has to middle those two guys. Justin's reading the corner, and, and he gets spooked because the corner baits him a bit and then takes the throw to Komet away. You want your quarterback to be poised, reset, rip that ball to Roshan. He doesn't. He panics. He looks for his check down. Check down's not there. He tries to, you know, he tries to make a play with his legs and gets sacked. Fast forward, 20 to 10. They're down 10, fourth quarter, first and 10 on the 20-yard line, exact same spot in the field. First and 10, they, they, they anticipate the same coverage. They run a very similar concept to the left, left side of the field. They flood the zone vertically with um, Claypool and Komet. Same thing. He's reading that corner who's middling those two players. The corner opens his hips to Komet. As soon as he opens the hips to Komet, he fires the ball to Claypool for a touchdown, gets him back in the game. The coach clearly trusts him. It's the exact same concept. This throw, the fourth quarter throw, was a much more difficult read and throw than the first, the second quarter throw would have been. Um, so he has it in him. You see him do it throughout the game, but it's not consistent. There's too many breakdowns. It leads to a lot of uneven football, and then they're not running the ball well, so they're putting too much on him. He's got 66 throws in the first two games, and he's never crossed that bridge as an NFL quarterback yet where you can say he can make a living just throwing the ball from the pocket. He hasn't gotten there yet, so they got to build him to get him there. Um. Okay, let's let's get to a couple other things. J- Josh Lucas joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You were there, you were director of player personnel, when you guys drafted Mitchell Trubisky. And one of the guys you passed on was Deshaun Watson. Um, what's your reaction to how Deshaun has played so far in Cleveland? I love the offense he's in. I love that it's a run-first Offense under center. They're not putting a lot on them right now. I thought he played well this past week in some huge situations late in that game. He made some big third down throws back to the end zone. 
I like what I'm seeing. I really do. I, you know, the first game, bad weather, wasn't very favorable for putting up big stats. They ran the ball well. They controlled the game. They got an excellent win, um, you know, at home against Cincinnati. They just played Monday night to a team that's won 20 straight games at home on Monday night. You know, they were in it to the end. They had, you know, they had the ball bounce the other way a few times. They didn't get some breaks, but I thought he showed poise. I thought he made some big throws. You know, he's going to grow into the offense as it, as it goes forward. That team's going to play great defense. So don't, I, I don't expect him to have a huge statistical year. They're going to try to, you know, run the ball, control the ball, and, and he's going to have to make throws and make plays with his legs like he can. And, and I, I, I expect that it's going to look better as we go forward. You know, hopefully the loss of Chubb won't completely deplete the run game. They're built well up front. They're great on defense, and he's just going to have to make plays throughout the game, big third down plays, eliminate turnovers, and and I think he's going to be fine. Why are the Chargers 0-2? Wow. Well, I think you look at it from a defensive perspective, they're 32nd in the league in defense. Sean Payton used to say this all the time. It's hard to be first in the league, and it's hard to be last. I think that's your simple answer. They're struggling on defense. They lose a shootout to a hot team week one. You know, I don't think you know that, that, that game came down to the final drive. That's not one I think that you're going to dwell over too long. Very good Miami team. The loss to Tennessee hurts. You go on the road. You're playing a team that you're you're clearly more talented than. You have to win that game. Watching that game, I think the simple thing to say is they gave up too many yards on the ground. You know, they allowed too high of a completion percentage to Tannehill. That's a game as if you're a general manager, the head coach, or the owner of the Chargers, you're pulling your hair out. They're smothering them early. And in the second quarter, on a, on a second and nine, they give up a 75-yard um, strike to Traylon Burks. Asani Samuel gives it up, and all of a sudden, a play later, it's 11 to seven. You know, after you were up 11-0 and completely controlling the game, lots of pressure defensively. I think they had three sacks in the first quarter. Come out to start. The second half, they get off the field twice on third down. This is the opening drive of the second half. They get off the field twice on third down and are called for, you know, unnecessary roughness penalties. Third and 13, Derwin James, to me, makes a good football play and you're penalized. Get off on a third and six moments later. Very questionable personal foul call on, I believe it was Sebastian Day. And now the next play, you give up a touchdown and you're down. Like that's hard. You know, you make two good plays with, you know, a hit on the on the on the receiver and then you know a hit on the quarterback that I didn't think was late. And all of a sudden you're down. And then it happened again. They resettled. I thought they controlled the game defensively. They were controlling the line of scrimmage. And boom, on a first and ten. You know, or I think believe it was a second down. Uh, they give up another explosive over their head. You know, 49-yard strike to Chris Moore. I think it was the other corner. Mike Davis got beat, uh, and they go in and give up another touchdown. Still have a chance. 
still have a chance. First and 10, 55 seconds left, and they can't convert a touchdown. They have to kick a field goal. And then I thought, you know, on the other side of overtime, you know, they got the ball first. They had a very ugly three-and-out possession. Tennessee got the ball and, and kicked the field goal. I think you're looking at it long-term. You're very good at the most important position in the sport. They show they're you know they're getting used to a new offense quarter. They can score points. I think they need to be a little more balanced. They can't put it all, you know, on the quarterback. And then on the other side of the ball, they got to settle in. They got beat through the air week one. They got beat on the ground week two. They have a lot of talent on that defense, and they they got to be able to play uh, more consistently. Be able to play more complementary football. Um, Vegas and Minnesota are the two next games. Then the bye week. Get to two and two, you know, settle down, settle in. And, you know, I I like this team going forward because of the quarterback and then the talent on that roster. Uh, Josh, let me ask you about uh, the Notre Dame game. Notre Dame taking on Ohio State. And part of the job in your director of personnel is is scouting all these, these, the the college teams. Um, What's the, there's usually been a talent difference between Ohio State and Notre Dame. Is there in this game? Yes, I still see it. I think this is going to be an extremely competitive game. I don't think Notre Dame can match them as far as, you know, high-end skill, offensive, and defense. What I love about Notre Dame, I love this new offensive coordinator. I love their run game. It's multiple. You're getting a lot of different personnel groupings. It's pro style. You know, they're going to gap, go downhill. They're going to, you know, you get a lot of pulling action, you know, and they have a, you know, they can run from the gun as well. You get a, it's a very versatile run attack, and they have a very good offensive line. If I'm Ohio State, I am smothering that offensive line and taking that run game out of the equation. Make Sam Hartman beat you from the pocket because I don't think Notre Dame has the offensive skill on the perimeter to overwhelm a good defense like Ohio State has. And I think if Ohio State can control the line of scrimmage defensively, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make it really hard for Notre Dame to put up the points they've been put, putting up. Other side of the ball, Ohio State has premier skill at the running back position and at the wide receiver position, but they have a huge weakness. They have two offensive tackles who are below Ohio State standard that you can completely take advantage of if you're Notre Dame. Notre Dame's defensive line, I don't see a lot of premier rushers. They have a couple good interior players. To me, you have to be able to take advantage of Ohio State's weakness, which are these two tackles, because if McCord has time to throw the ball, Notre Dame's defensive skill cannot match Ohio State's offensive skill. I still like Ohio State in this game. I know it's a, it's a night game on the road, but the talent gap hasn't closed enough yet in South Bend, and I, I give Ohio State the slight advantage. Josh Lucas, former director of player personnel for the Chicago Bears, joining us weekly, giving us a lot of insight that you can take with you. Josh, thanks so much for joining us, bud. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle with save at 
Cowboys.com. Let's get to Dan Byer for a quick update. Danny? Doug, news out of the NFL. Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs had to leave practice today with an apparent knee injury. The NFL Network says he's undergoing an MRI. Diggs was spotted on crutches at the end of the practice session. Cowboys travel to Arizona to face the Cardinals coming up on Sunday. Tonight, it's the Giants and 49ers to start Week 3, 8.15 Eastern Time. Niners wide receiver Brandon Ayuk remains a game-time decision. The Panthers say the quarterback Bryce Young is not likely to play against the Seahawks on Sunday after he missed his second straight practice today. That would put Andy Dalton in line to start against the Seahawks, who, by the way, are celebrating the 10th anniversary of their Super Bowl 48 win, and they'll be wearing white jerseys for the first time ever at home. Normally a road jersey, Seahawks donning their white jerseys, navy pants, and owed to the team that won the Super Bowl 10 years ago against the Denver Broncos. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor says quarterback Joe Burrow, day-to-day with a calf injury, Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown was back at practice today. Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson remains in concussion protocol. I just learned Discover Carter Carts do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Brewers beat the Cardinals 6-0. Their magic number to clinch the NL Central is now down to three. Eighth inning Angels on top of the Rays by a score of 4-3. to Doug, back to you. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, we're live at the Tyrac.com studios. What fan bases have the worst reputations? Ah, yes. We'll get to that next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's play a game. <laughs> This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug, Doug, the game today is... (laughs) I feel a draft. A two-round selection process that will last eight picks. And today we are drafting the worst... The fan bases with the worst reputation in any sport... Any sport you can go with this. Professional, college, any sport. John Ramos, you have the first pick. Doug, you have the second pick. Jason is third. I will have the swing picks at four and five as we reverse the order. John Ramos, you're on the clock. Fan bases with the worst reputations in sports. Hey, if you're in Tampa Bay right now, sit down. Because I'm about to explode on you guys right now. No, it's the Philadelphia fans. I think we've talked about this the last couple of days. I mean, every time we talk about fans, everybody's like, how about Philadelphia? They're the worst. So why would it not be Philadelphia? I take Philadelphia, number one. I I will say, and I will accept that answer. I will say that I think in other spots we can go specific teams. John just took the whole city. <laughs> but if we did that, maybe okay. it would be Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, okay. and Sixers in our first four picks. And then I don't know, maybe I'd take Temple at five. Who knows? But for this case, do you want uh, me to take a, a t- you want me to take the Eagles then? Is that better for the sure? Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. Take let, the, let's do that. I'll take the Philadelphia Eagles. There okay. you go. Okay. All right, Doug, you are second. This is any sport, right? Yep. Professional college around the globe. Oh, prof- or college. Yes. Oh, oh that's so t- um Syracuse basketball. <laughs> they're they're um most of them are based in New York City. They're this Mixture of Northeast Corridor, entitlement. Um, yeah, it's like they're they're also Knicks fans, Jets fans, Ranger fans, right? So they're like long suffering. So there's a lot of bitterness there. But these the the Syracuse element to it is yeah, that's Syracuse. there's a backstory here. I I did a deep dive on this when Dan was filling in for you recently. He did this topic about. Having a take and then changing your take or do – oh, no, it was a tournament thing. If you say a team didn't deserve to get in the tournament and they make it to the Final Four as they did in 2014, did they still deserve to get in the tournament? And I did a deep dive on this. I didn't know this happened. A Syracuse fan threatened you over that situation? One to fight my son was standing there next next to me. That that happened like – it would usually happen on like social media and like – but we were at the Final Four that year and some dude like wanted to throw down. I didn't know that about that story. That's yeah. that's not good. Yeah, but I mean, it's just generally just a uh, just a 
uh, not all of them. I mean, what again, not known. My mom's actually, my mom, cousin, grandma, grandpa, all went to Syracuse. Um, and some of my really good friends actually played at Syracuse during that time. Scoop Jardine's a really good friend of mine. I coach his nephew. And they're like, yeah, like, you people get mad because you say the truth. But it's it's more how you handle things. And there's just a nastiness element to it that I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go um, the entire sport of the UFC fans. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not a guy who uh, has ever gotten into a fight. Um, I, I'm never going to fight you physically. And I just get the feeling that people that go to UFC fights are always looking for any reason to go, any reason at all. And that's the diametric opposite of my personality. So I'm going to go with UFC fans. Wow. A lot left on the table here. Um, I I don't want to say Raider fans because I want to make it to my car after work. Oh! So, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so we're going to... We're gonna we're gonna keep the Raiders out of it. I am gonna say 49er fans. There has been zero struggle, as we've talked about throughout the week. There is zero struggle with that fan base. They really have had like 40 years of greatness. Maybe a blip here or there where it's gone off the off the tracks, but it is just just insufferable. Um even when it's bad, again, they get Nick Bosa, um, 49er fans for sure would be my first pick. And then, first pick of the second round, mm. I am going to take Alabama football fans. And it's only because, I mean, they poisoned a tree. And I know the, the, it was just one guy, but when you go and you poison college football landmarks, it means a little bit too much. So I'm going Alabama football fan. So, uh, for the visual for our listeners, our guy Ryan Smith is uh, mean mugging Dan right now. He's a Raider fan. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't put him on my list, I so know. he couldn't. You we know, took him off the list. Yes, so he's not going to jump you before you get in the car. Um, Duke fans, and there's a. Have you guys heard my my line about Raider fans? Oh, no. not all Raider fans are gangsters, but there's not a gangster in the world that's not a Raider fan. Perfect. There you go. Yes, um, that fits. Duke fans. Mm. And there's a there's an awkwardness, a social awkwardness to this. Duke uh, fans are very smart, and they grew up smart, and they didn't socialize well, and they just don't know how to talk crap. Like they just go overboard, and they're they're more fanatic than you should be. Duke fans at number six. All right, Doug. Fan bases with the worst reputations. I mean, I think Boston sports fans have the yeah. terrible reputation, right? Yep. And, like, you want to say, like, hey, look, not everybody in Boston's racist. You know, maybe 99% of people in Boston aren't racist. But it sure feels like you get enough people saying the same thing. You're like, I got to say you're bad. So, yeah, Boston sports fan. Ramos, your last pick? I hate to say the USC Trojans, but I'm going to. The USC Trojans. Entitlement is their middle name. There you go. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, we'll get you ready for Thursday Night Football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.